Test, test. See, now you really have to test your mic. Oh my God. Do it. Test, 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 test. Not that quick. And oh, sorry. Te- Oops. Test. See? Test. There you go. Okay. As you can see, we have a little bit of a new backdrop. It's horrible. And I they think can't get a close-up on Raina's big head. She looks like a monster. Yes, yeah, we all look slightly. It's a picture taken. Deranged. And they, it's a picture, and then they paint over it. Years ago, we had it done, obviously, and uh, it adds a little bit of uh, life to our our podcast. Ever boringest podcast on the planet. Oh wow! Look here. Can I just? Can I help you? Look at you got all that hair. That's like. There. This yeah. is how I used to wear my tangos. I remember. That was the era that I met you, I believe. No. The backwards Kangol. And then you went right into wearing a suit at all times. No. Yes, you wore a suit, a very fitted suit at I all times. I have time. a lot of suits. Look, right mm-hmm. up there are all my suits. They probably don't fit anymore. I even have it bought a tuxedo. I even owned a tuxedo. Okay. And I have a tuxedo, and I have a... Uh, Versace suit, a Donic DKNY suit. Want to list Klein. all your suits? Yep, Calvin Klein, Versace, DKNY, and two other ones. Okay. And a tuxedo. Okay. Five or six, right there. They're all there. I can take them down if you want to see them. I'm um, sure. No, I don't feel like it. That'd be crazy. Nobody wants to see my suits. I just wanted to see if you would do it. Ah, uh, not me. Hmm. Well, I just got back from Vegas. You know, I did. I've worked this one club, probably, let's say five times. Two shows a night, seven nights. I've done seventy shows there. Seventy. Mm-hmm. Never had a bad set, and closed most of them. Closed them. Uh, one for three days once you know sometimes you sound like bob de bono doing an impression of you one one time i was there for three days Did you ever hear yeah. that in your own no voice? I, no he doesn't do a good impression of me i sometimes when you're talking i go oh it reminds me of bob de bono doing an impression it's like you're doing an impression of bob de bono doing an impression of you it's pretty wild whoa it's crazy i mean one week i closed or three days following a very powerful guitar act. Anyhow, I, I, anyhow, I left early Sunday. I, I missed the second show. And oh no, I gotta fix that. The booker is like, you know, none of these club owners are bookers. What they never call you and go, hey, great job, good show, you're very hey, funny. Hey, listen, I, welcome to the life of being a comedian and a writer. It's like you never get it. Uh, that's what I think about. They only complain. They never say good job. He'll be like, I guess that'll work. If that means, okay. I think he goes, that's pretty good, was the best compliment I got. I don't on know if writing I, job. That's, uh, I don't know if I finished discussing what I was talking about. Oh, sorry. About. <laughs> Just tried to jump in and, you know, have a conversation. Oh, is that how it goes? Is that what you, is that when I'm complaining and then. You're supposed to 
wait till I'm done, and, and then you give your point of view, right? Is that how? Sometimes people bounce around. All right, whatever. How had something you, to offer? You you said you, no, club owners never give you a or compliment. Bookers, none or of bookers. Them. And then I was like, oh yeah, same in writing. Yeah, I got the same thing going on. And and then now back to you. Continue uh, on. I'm just saying, you know, they they'll find whatever little thing is wrong or whatever. But you know, and you know, the good thing is. You're when you're up there killing or doing whatever, nobody gives a fuck about them. Then you just have to deal with them after or before. And you know what? Fucking, I do what I do, and I do it well. I do it well. Hmm. So anything you have to complain about, just remember, I'm fucking killing at your club. Your audiences are leaving happy. They're telling other people, all right. So whatever bullshit you're fucking complaining about find somebody as good as me boom there you have it find somebody that can do what i do and it's almost impossible because no one can do what i do and i can't do what you do and i can't do what the next person does i was gonna make a joke but i i felt like what when Um, you were like no one can do what i do fill a club three quarters of the way full three quarters i wish it was three quarters oh I didn't say I do well numbers. I just do well on stage. There you go. Then have why it. aren't more people coming to see you? You know, there's so many options now. People, fucking, they, whatever. You can turn on your TV or computer, see comedy all over the place. You're going against, well, not really movies as much anymore, but whatever you're going against. You know, if you're in the Midwest and. Once the spring hits, they all run to the fucking lake or wherever because they were stuck in the house for fucking months. Yeah, but some people are bringing people in. Yeah, some are. Some are a handful. And and they're, you know, and some of them are good and some of them are just plain internet fucking geniuses that can get people in the room. Can they get them again? Yeah, some can, some can't. But, you know, and some are great, like I said. I'm not a fucking whiz when it comes to fucking promotion. On that's not what I do. I do comedy, you know. And I even hired a guy, and he he does okay. He does well, but you know, whatever, whatever. You know, I know one thing. My tweets and comments are he killed or he did well or it was great. You know, uh, also a, a big fan base that we built. Getting older, they don't. They don't. They're dying. They don't go out as much Um, as the young, you know. And these young comics are building a new fan base, which is great. It's great because it keeps comedy going, and and these some of these piece of shit clubs going. Some are great. Some are, and not the clubs. I'm talking about the fucking people that own them or run them. Some are the greatest people on earth, and some are just. Just like comics, some are great and some are fucking scumbags, you know, it's every business. So, all I know is I'm not a scumbag and I'm great. There you have it, that's me. You know, I'm not a creep. Uh, And I'm great at what I do. And I do it well. Fuck, I could have, I was offered a fucking TV spot on Sunday and I was stuck out in Vegas it's so weird this business someone re- 
you know, calls, hey, you'd be right for this. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, when we did King of Staten Island, that's because we were requested. Or when we did HBO Max. We wouldn't have had to audition for that, though. Do you remember? We did audition. We would. We didn't have to, really. I think we did had to audition just for... Uh, well, whatever. No, I took it seriously. Yeah, so did I. But they wanted us from the beginning. At least Pete did. Pete you wanted us. You have to stop with the... What? Pete wanted us from the beginning. I looked up in there. I don't keep my eyes open that much. I, I t- even I take my pictures, my eyes are closed. I got to keep your them eyes are closed. Your mouth is open in every single picture that you've ever taken. This is you. Yeah, no, it's not. Is that me? Mm-hmm. No. In every picture. Why do you look like Pocahontas? I put braids in my hair. Okay, and what you're wearing, you look like you're doing a. A podcast on a reservation. Sorry. No, I didn't say you look bad. I just said what you look like. You look good. That's a good look. Mm-hmm. I, that coat is my favorite new coat almost. My daughter got it for you. Ellen, she's got good taste. Yes. So, what's going on with you? Oh, wow. There it is. I know, because if I don't jump in right away, it's 15 minutes of Rich Voss listing I didn't list. the most boring things on the planet. You did it? No, what did I list? Your suits? That was in the beginning. And then you started listing the reasons why people don't come to your shows and go to other people's shows? You asked. I mean, I didn't know it was going to go on for that long. Stop with the gum. You have to stop. Move your face away from the mic. You're not talking. You're just going into the mic. Stop it. Oh, my God. Can we, are we done yet? Can we be done? With our marriage or the podcast? <sighs> we had sex last week, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my pussy won't let me forget. Oh, that's nice talk. <laughs> You're the one who brought up sex. Are you insane? Yeah, but I don't talk that dirty. Every fucking man I come in contact with recently is out of his fucking mind. Okay? I only came in contact with two. (laughs) Every, me and this other guy. Oh, boy. I'm I'm out of my mind. I'm not out of my mind. You are. Remember we had sex? Pussy. You disgusting whore. I didn't call you a whore. And that's didn't you don't put words in my mouth there's too much in there already so what were you saying now Uh, how's it going it's too much i'm not gonna ever do this again you got to go to california tomorrow did you get Um, the car service ready yes you did yes well bust my buttons pretty good So I'm leaving for Los Angeles tomorrow to go finish up on the Independent Spirit Awards. Maybe you'll get an Emmy again. Maybe we will. Although some of the higher-ups are having meltdowns. (laughs) I don't think it has anything to do with me. But I have to like deal with the emotional impact of that. Uh. You know, when you're doing something that big... You know, towards the end, it gets stressed. Do you just fart? No, it's the chair. It get, that was you. Uh, it's the chair now. 
it gets stressful, you know. I don't have stress about it, though, because I'm like... Because your whole life doesn't depend on it. This is probably the main thing that's going on with that person's life. To me, it's zero stakes. It's like, I don't know why you'd get so worked up about it, you know? It's like, you want to put on the best show possible, but at the end of the day, you're like, it's just TV. It's not like life and death. Everyone who works in this field is just so i guess their jobs depend on that's not to eat. go ahead what when you come home from a gig you don't like it's just a gig but you're complaining about it i complain oh. about it and i complain about writing and stuff but i'm saying i i don't feel like i i act like it's it's like i don't lose sleep over it you know <laughs> what I mean, I lose sleep over it because I have to get up and do work, but I mean, I don't lose sleep over it in terms of like tossing and turning all night because some oh. sketch doesn't have a fucking ending. Yeah, but I guarantee you done shows you didn't like and laid in bed at night thinking how you could Okay, been. yeah. Right. Sure. It's the same thing. This person, that's what they do. They're stressed out. What you do, you get stressed out. Everybody gets stressed out because they want to do the best they can do. Wow. Like when I was talking earlier, I'm great. So I don't stress out about being on stage. I stress out about the bullshit around it. I know, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, is this joke better than that joke? It's like at the end of the day, who fucking cares? Well, at the end of the day, you're going to sleep, so no one really cares. I just think it's like... Last night, How come no one I got in a fight in the over. Of the day? No one says in the middle of the day. They always go at the end of the day. What about the middle of the day? Oh, because you're not adding up your fucking wins and losses in the middle of the day. You do it at the end of the day. Oh, what about the argument you had? Is that what you're going to talk about? I was just going to say it was like over, like, should this tag go in or that tag? I said both. Then he was like, can't be both. And I was like, it's three words. Like, why can't it be both? That's so that we have conversations like that for half an hour. And then I just go, well, take it out. I don't care. Is that wrong? I Even though that tag was a funny tag. But I don't feel like, you know. The, the, also, I'm on New York time, so I'm having my Zoom meetings at 10 to midnight. That sounds like a movie. Wasn't there a movie 10 to midnight? Don't know. Yeah. I'll look it up for you. So we have one in the day. It. In the morning, L.A. morning, and then one at L.A. night. But uh, Yeah, there was a movie. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Movie. Okay, I guess this I'm is listening. boring. No, it's pretty good. Ten. Two. Here it is. Ten to midnight. Isn't that crazy? Charles Bronson. Remember him? Kind of. Tough so, guy. Yeah, kind of like me, right? Yeah. Of course. Well, you'll be done with it this week. When are they filming? Sunday. It? You come home Monday. Come home. I, I'm taking the seven a.m. Are you going to meet any there. friends in L.A. Have sex or do anything weird? Uh, oh, really? Sh could I reference my pussy or no? No, no. no, no I, I still can't reference my pussy, but I can talk about blowing other men in my hotel room. Sure. I'm going to try to get. Oh, you got a. How, uh, I have a pretty nice hotel room. I think I could fit like six or seven men in there. So that's what I'm going to go for. Some kind of circle jerk. I don't know what a train is. I've heard many, many things <laughs> about the train. I still, my brain hasn't quite formulated what that is exactly. 
Do you know? Yes. What is it? It's one like. It's when one goes and then the other and then the other and then yeah, the other. They pull oh. The train. Oh, I always thought there was pulling and like actual pulling involved. There's no actual pulling. You're kidding. You're you're. No, no, As many trains have you done? You don't know what they are. I didn't know. I didn't know it just meant having one after the other after the other. Well, now you know. I just call that marathon sex. Is that what you call it? I didn't know it was called pulling a train. Why is it called pulling a train? I don't fucking make up these I thought dirty there was things. Like, I don't make them up. I thought it was like, I don't even like a caterpillar that. sort of situation. Or, a, you know, one after the, like, everybody's hooked Is your hotel together. far from where you're taping? I don't know. You don't even know what hotel you're at? I know what hotel I'm at. So you don't know how far it is from where you're going? I mean, the Santa Monica Beach is pretty big. Well, maybe it's a walking distance, but maybe I have to take a te- uh, Uber or something. I don't know. What are you gonna do for food? What I are you I Uber Eats? I don't know. I never did that. Okay, well, what's Uber Eats? You sign up for it. Get an app. Get out of here. What do you call the restaurant or Uber Eats for the food? Who do you? Call I just first? go on the app. Do you want me to show you? I don't have my phone with me. You just go on the app and then you go. And and I I have an address in there for my own for my home, so it says, "Is this where you're at?" You go, "Yeah." So, so before I put my home address in, it said, it "Seems like you're a little far from your address," which was in Austin. It's like, "Yeah, I'm not Uber Eats to Austin," but then I put in my home address, and then you just go vegan or whatever you want, and then shows you all the available stuff. Where, where do you order from? Then it shows you all the restaurants. Sometimes there's no fee. Sometimes there's a delivery fee. Depends. Seems like... Uh, it says, that, oh, you'll get in 40 to 50 minutes or whatever. You add a tip on there and you fucking... It's done. When do I'm they, at the stand, I order to the stand quite often. Seems crazy. You're just ordering one burger. Yeah. How much does that cost with everything? I don't know. It's like somewhere around 20 bucks probably. For a burger. Yeah. That's well, pretty lazy if you ask me. Oh, should I go get in my car and drive around looking for a burger place? Like what do you think the easiest way is? First know. Google burgers near me, then go get in my car, go get a burger, p- find parking, maybe pay for parking. Then come back, hopefully. Um, I haven't missed my set at the stand. I'm not talking about when you're on the road. I'm talking about when you're home. I've only Uber Eats one time when I was home. Raina does it all the time. She does Grubhub. Grub, What's that? that? It's, a di- it's the same thing, but different. Who's better? I don't know. It's whatever you put your fucking address into. What? What's less money? Are these the questions, seriously? Because I don't have it, so if I got it, which one would I get? They're the, all the same. They're all the same. Grubhut? Grubhub, I think it's called. Who was first, Uber Eats? I don't know, and it doesn't matter. These are questions that make no sense. Yeah, one's got to be better than the other. No, I don't know. Just whichever one you why feel you, like. Why do you and Raina do separate ones? I I have it too. I have a bunch of different ones on my phone. What do you mean a bunch? There's more than two. Yes. Name another one. I can't remember the other one's name. 
Oh. But there are other ones. And some places are better than others for certain things. Don't restaurants deliver themselves? Don't pizza? Sure, uh, call it. A lot you of, like to use your voice app? Call it. A lot of pizza parlors deliver themselves, right? Nobody says pizza parlor. If you say it again, I'm going to punch you in the face. What did they say? Pizza parlor. I stop it. <laughs> it's, it's like an ice cream parlor. Stop it. Oh, my God. Parlor hasn't been used. Oh, that's what I'll do today. What? I'll get punch my, yourself in the face? I'll go get my hair cut today. Ooh. Go to the barber. Because oh, of the parlor? It just you go to a beauty parlor for your haircut? No, but it reminded me of that thing that spins in front of the barber shop. You know what I'm talking about? The Do you know why those are there? So people know where the barber shop is. Do you know how it came to be? Someone said, hey, people don't know we're here. Do you know why it's that thing? Again, for uh, advertisement. And it's... No, do you? No. But I know that there is some a story behind it. I'll look it up right now. What's it? Uh, barber. Barber parlor. Not parlor. You remind me so much of other people that I know in this business. Barber? How do you spell barber? It's like... Barber. Uh, pole. Pole. Story. Origin. Bar origin. Barber pole meaning. A barber pole is a type of sign used by barbers to signify the place or shop where they oh, perform wait, you their You can't. Prayer. No one can listen to that. What? It's it's like marbles in your mouth. I did not hear step A barber's pole will be at the train in Bobby's and Bonnie's. Okay, ready? A barber's. A barber's pole is a type of sign used by barbers to signify the place or shop where they perform their craft. The train sign is by tradition dating back to the Middle Ages. Oh a my staff, God, I can't listen to you read. A staff or pole with a helix or color stripe, often red helix? and white. Yeah. In many countries, by usually red and white and blue in the United States. But why? What does a barber pole represent? Why did barbers. What did barbers do? Bloodletting. Why did barbers do blood? Why are barber poles? What does a barber pole so, represent? No, stop it. It sounds like you're glitching. What? The look of a barber is linked to bloodletting with red representing blood and white representing the bandages used to stem the bleeding. Uh, it's too much. Nobody yeah, gives a see, fuck. See, it has to do with the Nobody cares. red and white bandages. When you they didn't did even the bloodletting. You acted like you knew before, but I, I was thinking it would come to me because I've read it before, but I couldn't remember. Why would you read about a barber pole? I don't know. That makes no sense. Yeah, it does. If you 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 don't know every single thing, inf bit of information, how it came to you, right? Ask it's me easy that. for you. You have no information in there. You keep nothing in that head of yours. Are you crazy? Oh, are you going to tell me about M.C. Escher again? Anytime you're talking about art, I go to the person next to me, three, two, one, M.C. Escher. And you're like, M.C. Escher! You don't even know who he is. <laughs> you don't even know who Peter Max is. Oh, my God. Peter Max. Mm. Yeah. Who else? Well, you know another uh, one? Yeah, Pollock. Do you know who Pollock is? Banksy? I know all of them. Yeah. Do you want to test me? You want to show me pictures and I'll tell you who did what? 
sometime. Banksy you only know about because I made you watch a documentary about uh, him. Everybody knows Banksy. Pollock, I could do that. Yeah, that's that. I don't get it. Get it? Throwing paint on dripping paint on a canvas. Come on! I did that many times when I was painting. Um. Well, who's the other one? Peter Max. Yeah. Uh, what did he do that was famous? Peter Max. A rabbit. Are you fucking a a rabbit? What? Are you, Maybe I'm no. wrong. Where did he? Where was his artwork? And it was used to promote. A famous event, band? a famous event in history. Oh, is it Woodstock? Yes. Oh. oh wow! Look at you. You think you know everything? What? Oh my God! Okay, go. With, what's the next one? Woodstock? What? Ninety-nine. <laughs> no, sixty-nine. He, they might have used him in ninety-nine, <laughs> but sixty-nine. Okay. Well, what is? I only say Woodstock ninety-nine because that's what you're always like. I heard you bragging to Rain about it yesterday. It wasn't yesterday, but it was one day she asked me about it, and I told her I hosted it. Holy shit, it was last week. Not yesterday. She looked at the poster on my bed, and I said, yeah, I hosted it. She called me a hippie. Well, maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember. Oh, my God. To tell you the truth, I don't, I don't know if she was in my room yesterday. I think it was last week. I feel week. bad for you. I feel bad for you. That you're married to me. Yes, thank you. Finally. And what's the last one? What? I only gave you one. Okay. Uh oh, how about uh what's the one I just said I started off with? Whalen. How about Whalen? What does Whalen do? Do you do you remember this is where you and I well, I should have known. This was a red flag. Cause we were in Florida and you wanted to go in, in and Oh, yes, look growth. at the the whaling. I don't know some whaling gallery, and I thought we were going in to make fun of it. So I was down with it, and we're in there and we're making fun of it. And next thing you know, you're in a uh, we were in a like a, a viewing room. They were putting different pictures up. I started to go, "What's going on?" And you're like, "I'm going to buy a couple." You were going to buy two. I had to walk out. I had to get, I had to be, I couldn't convince you not, it was like you were joining a cult within five minutes of being in a store. I have his book signed. You were like getting, uh, they were putting different frames up. I, I was like, what is happening right now? They'd be worth it. Anyway, he does all the like whales and stuff. On walls around the country. It's, I guess, books. yeah. Whaling walls. Big ones throughout the country he was doing. When he was in Wildwood, doing his one in Wildwood, New Jersey, I was working at a club, and they all came in, and he gave me his book signed. Mm -hmm. When was that? After. Oh, that had to be 30-something years ago. Because that was the first you sort of knew about whaling. Yeah. It was when we first went into that. Yeah. All right, who in history? Wait, you got one more. I'm going to do more. Who in history? You told me I didn't know who it was, so tell me. Who, no, who what was? Your favorite um, reference when it comes to art. I didn't say I had a favorite reference. I'm seeing. MC. You don't even know what MC Escher did. Yeah, I do. He was a MC, one of the greatest MCs in history. Of rap. 
You're so corny. It's almost it's almost the corniest thing I've ever heard in my MC life. MC Escher in the house. It's so corny. Uh, who was known for painting very colorful paintings in the beginning? What? What? How is that a clue? Who was known for using colorful paints in the beginning? Yes, yes, he was the first painter really to do very colorful paintings. The first painter to do it? Yeah, that were colorful, bright, colorful paintings. You want me to look it up? I know who it is. Well, then just say it. It's Van Gogh. All right. I think. He used blue? Was he the first one to use blue? Uh, first, I'm going to look up first painter to I'm sorry. use colorful, colorful paints. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, look at this. A brief history of color and art. First employed Pierre Shore cave paint. No. Uh, was, was it Monet? Color? Or Manet? I never know. Who painted the first painting? When was colorful painting invented? Who started colorful field paintings? Right here. Colorful field paintings. No, that's not it. I could be wrong. I don't know. All right. I think it's blue. What's blue? What do you mean? He might have been the... He used a lot of blue. Who? Van Gogh? Yeah. No. Oh, I'll put Van Gogh known for. Okay, yeah. Then we'll move on to the next subject. It's going to be an ear thing. Van... How do you spell Van Gogh? It's like the thing you drive to pick up children. Oh, no. It's two words. And then... G-O... G-H. Van Gogh, known for, Van Gogh, known for. Vincent is remembered for both the striking color, see that? Color, emphatic brushwork and contoured forms of his art and for terminal of his personal life. Thank you for that. Art history of Van Gogh. What's Sal Van Gogh known for? Here we go. The cell he developed in Paris and carried through the end of... Can you please... It's like... I just know you can't hear. You're making it up. Oh, God. The style he developed in Paris and carried through to the end of his life became known as post-impressionism, a term encompassing works made by artists unified by their interest in expressing their emotional and psychological responses to the world, bold, bold colors and expressive, often symbolic images. Right. Bold colors. See, I Great. was right. See? See, you were right. You're right. All right. I mean, he wasn't the first one to use bold colors, but... He was known for... He definitely it. used bold colors. He was known for it, okay? Yeah. What was uh, Rembrandt's famous painting? Huh? Night Watch, painted in 1867. Okay, let's see if I got that right. Why? We don't Night need watch. to know oh, your art. On. What? Hold on, because you were making fun of me. Uh, I'm still making fun of you. Night Watch. This I is said, not going to change Night anything. I hate to break it to you. Painted, I said 1867. Night Watch painted when? 
Someone help okay. me. Save me. Oh, six. The problem is I have to go to L.A. I'll get away from you, but I'll be oh, going. Oh, it was painted in 1642. Oh. I knew that. Did you say 1967? No, I said 18, it was 1642. Well, how, how did you get it so wrong? Uh, I was isn't that when um, it got somebody cut it? It's in the 1642. Uh, isn't that when what's his face sailed the ocean blue? I don't know. Columbus. No, fort. No, I don't know. 1482. I don't know. Sometime. It's American history, which. Uh, uh, but Night Watch, where I saw at the uh, the Reich Museum, somebody cut it and they had to fix it. They mm. had to restore it. Wow. Because some some crazy man now it's blocked off with a guard. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, this is 1640. What? Okay, I? folks, this has been no, an uh, we we art history one. lesson with the uh, art critic. 1642. I made a mistake. Richard Voss, who is wrong 99% of the time. MC, MC Escher in the house. Yo, 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 MC Escher here. Going up the stairs and down at the same damn time. <laughs> oh, Check out the waterfall going up. Right? Don't go chasing waterfalls that go up. How about, Don't use that in a clip, please. How about... Uh, in fact, cut it out of this episode. How about fish turning into something else? I don't know. I he can't. does a lot of weird paintings, M.C. Escher. Very yeah. famous. He did this one. No. It's M.C. It's, you know what's weird? It's like people that put, post pictures of their kids online and then they put like a like a flower or a bee or something on their face. Do you ever see that? So that people can't see the kids' faces? No. Like what do they think? These are people that are not famous too. It's like, it's just like a fucking regular person that won't post their kid's face on the internet it's like how weird it's just so weird it's like nobody what are, what are people gonna do like a deep fake on your kid's face is that what you're worried about no they don't want to know what your kid looks like well every fucking every fucking baby looks exactly the same who oh, would be well, able to tell a baby from another baby you said a kid you didn't say a baby well okay starts when they're babies Somebody's a newborn. They'll put a like thing over. Oh, thank God you made it so we can't identify your fucking one week old. You know what's crazy? What? That I'm getting riled up about fucking butterflies on baby faces. It ain't right. Now, it's not that it's not right. It's just like dumb. It doesn't matter. Why don't you just go in your opinion? Maybe to Why even show a picture of your fucking baby then? Keep it to yourself. Put it on your fucking keep friends in, and family Facebook shit. Keep it in your stomach. I don't I don't know about that. Kim Kardashian, I read. Who's bought, that? Just bought a $95 million plane. A plane? Pri a private. Her pri a $95 million plane? Jet, whatever. That private. can't be right. A private jet, and that's a low ball cost. No, ninety-five million. Well, no, How, they can't cost that much. That's like, uh, are you really here? Yeah, yes. like a fucking cruise ship doesn't cost that much. I've priced them. Kim. Oh look, she comes up first when you put in Kim. 
car. Well, who'd you think it was going to be? Basinger? <laughs> you couldn't think of a... I know. That's a... Little? Plane. Little? Is that who you thought was going to come up? Kim Kardashian plane. Inside Kim Kardashian's new... Oh, they put even a different price. $150 million private jet. Wow, featuring leather seats. You and fucking a hundred and fifty million dollars. How about some vegan seats? Isn't that gross? A hundred fifty million dollars. It's on the where do you have that much money? A hundred and fifty million dollars. <coughs> what are you doing? I'm sorry, I had to sneeze. All right. Well, our computer cut off just now. I, you probably can't tell because it'll be edited. But I'm just letting you know. I don't even remember what we were talking about, so we'll just wrap it up. All right. This weekend, um, uh, at two theaters, one in. Uh, I don't know. Go to comedy. Oh shop. Oh my god. Go to comedy shop with S-H- P-P-E-P-S-H-O-P-P-E. comedy shop. Thursday. Ye old comedy shop. Uh, and then uh, the following weekend, well, hold on. Don't go anywhere. Calendar. Uh, the following weekend, I'll be at the stand and then South by Southwest. And then uh, 17, then 18 and 19, I'll be at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone. All right. So there you have it. I have a gig coming up. <clears throat> But I don't remember when or where. So go to my Instagram and take a look. Okay. Oh, I'm in Fort I Myers, mean, the first and second. I think it's March 24th. I better buy my tickets. March 24th, that cricket comedy. Where's that? I don't fucking know. Oh. So somewhere. All right. Oh fuck! But I am exhausted. Well, listen. It was a pleasure. Have a good trip to uh, Los Angeles. I hope everything works out. Oh, you know, I'm I'm not going to see you after this. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm not leaving till tomorrow. I'm gonna. You go. wouldn't drive me to the airport. Yeah, I'm going in seclusion. Well, it's in the middle of the day and already made plans. You can't just spring it on me. Mm. You know, Sad. I, I would have loved to. But that's business. Take care of Allie while I'm gone. Because she misses me so much. All right. Thanks, everyone. Is that it? Yeah. Remember, the Independent Spirit Awards are on Sunday. If you want to find out what happens, if we actually put anything on the air or not. All right. Well, listen. It's live on Sunday. All right. Good luck. My Wife Hates Me was created and hosted by Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane. Executive producers Robert Kelly and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast by visiting mywifehatesmepodcast.com. Somewhere deep down, she loves him too.